Check, check, check. Chickity, check, check. Testies, one, two, testies. Sour Monkey is a sour beer. Sour? Yeah. Like sour Skittles? No. They, what they do is it's kind of gross, right? Oh. So they, they let beer get infected with this. It's going to be like. It's infected beer. They uh, let it rot. Oh. Like, not like normal beer. So they a, they purposely infect the beer, and then they let it sit. A lot of times it's in an open container, too, which sounds good and gross. That's why I don't really drink too many sours. Jesus Christ! It sounds kind of gross. So wait, the yeast, is that what they let rot? The fuck did See, you I didn't do that. I handed it right to you. You saw me take it out. No, they, they ferment the beer just like you would. Okay. And then, like, in the last week or so, they'll inject it or not inject it, but put a infect strain. Infect it. Infect it. And then they let it sit. Like Tom Hardy. And they let it, like, kind of, like. That, so <laughs> so the, the sourness is the infection. You're and, then, and then you get a symbiote. Symbiote. What do you say? Symbiote or symbiote? I've heard it both ways. It's a symbiote is what I always said. But I've also heard symbiote. Yeah. It's, I've heard it both ways. It's one of those things. In my head as a kid, I, I've I always said symbiote, so that's the way it's going to be for me. Yeah, that's how <laughs> I feel. That's how I feel. That's what he said the kitty when the milk went dry. Kitties aren't really supposed to have milk, just so you know. I don't give a fuck what they have. <laughs> All, All right. right, I gotta. I'm trying to put these in the fridge. All right, well I'm gonna pull up some stuff. Get ready to get cracking here. I'm not leaving all these here with you. You don't have to. I will take them home and bring them back. Whatever. Because I know you'll be down here in the middle of the night like, oh. In the middle of the night, I'd, I'd get up and drink a beer. Yeah. When is your day off? Come on, son. Come on, son. I don't come in the middle of the night. I don't come in the middle of the night. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't go get up in the middle of the night. <laughs> that doesn't explain it. Well, then it was probably just ice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. Look at it. Let's see. What insert? Can you give me an ice pick? Is it frozen me over again? Yes. <laughs> All right. I got these ones, <laughs> these four, these couple ones just in there. I put a mix in there, so. Now I'm afraid to try the sour. It's fine. It's just sour. Some people love those things. Some people like sour stuff. I'm getting old. We're going to try this one. I'm getting old. I don't know what any of these are because they're not labeled, so we're just going to hit it once we're ready. Ew, these jeans look hideous on me. Why didn't you tell me? How am I going to tell you if the jeans look hideous on you? First of all, you ain't paying attention to your jeans. Second of all, you looked at yourself, right? Yeah. So it's your problem, not mine. Don't make your problems my problems. Whatever, motherfucker. Here, what is this? What have you been? Is this why you've been coming downstairs? Yeah. I don't know what hung. Check, check. All right, Jerry, I need to borrow you for a second. You have Why? to you have to hold my microphone in place. Otherwise, it swings. Okay, it's in my head. All right, let's <laughs> Hey, what's up, guys? This is Lincoln A. Castellanos. I play Tobias on AMC's Fear the Walking Dead. And you're listening to the XD Experience. Hey, y'all, this is Lou Temple. You know me as Axel on The Walking Dead. And I'm telling you to tune in to the XD Experience. Because it will uh, change your life. You follow me? I remember when I got that bumper. You still have it refreshed on Keenan one, or Kel one. You listening? I peeked out over that dude. We have before us the opportunity to forge for ourselves and for future generations a new world order. All they're doing is taking a drink to take to go to sleep. That's one small step for man. One giant leap for mankind. <laughs> <laughs> 
think Two him days. and the Crypt Keeper have the best laugh. There are certain rules <laughs> that one must abide by in order to successfully survive a horror movie. We have to control. Sorry, this fucker is like. It's not even that, I just... Point twenty one. We live in a kingdom of bullshit. <clears throat> Let me clear my throat. Uh, here. <laughs> what is up, everybody? 182? What up, 182, bitches? Of the XD experience. We are the XD experience. I'm Agent M. I'm Inspector Gidget. We're here to rock you. Somebody that is on our Discord, I'm looking at the names over here. It's, uh, they're all not on right now, but it's Mr. Steal Your Girl. Who's Mr. Steal Your Girl? I don't know. Hello. Posty they're Scott. on? Hold no, on. no, they're offline, but they're in our, they're members of our Discord. Oh, these, these, we these got members? The, yeah, there's members here that are offline, like Posty Scott's in there. What, Shat, um, Shat Monkey, uh, John Wright, uh, I Don't Give a Chuck, Hyper Knight, Aztec Lord, Angelo. What up, Angelo, people? I think is in here. You're not on, was, but I'm going to say hello anyway. I don't know. We'll I don't see. know. Uh, and, and anyway, guys, We're here to go, go join our Discord. Yes, join our Discord. What's it's our fun. name? We talk in it uh, all Conspiracy the time. Conspiracy Bot? Is that what we are still? He's not on right now. So, uh, Angelo is not on right now. Where you at, dude? I think we know that. Didn't we just say no one's on line yet? No. I said It's kind of the early, too. We <laughs> these are the people that you I'm sorry. We're kind of early. Tell them where to join. Uh, you can go hit the link on the Discord, or is there a name called it on Discord? Is it called the it's just called. What's just the? Tell them to you join. What do I tell them? Just okay, go to Discord. So the link to join you can find on uh, Facebook. Like I just said. Yeah. All right. Or okay. On Twitter, or wherever we posted. Right. So oh, yeah, if if you go follow us on, on social media, you'll be able to find our Discord links. You can click on any of them; they never expire. It'll take you right into the to the. the the Discord there. I'm still trying can, to understand uh, it. Join and become levels and stuff. Like there's uh, a couple Jersey Devils out there. Some other stuff that are floating around. I want to be a Jersey members. Devil. You gotta download Discord. I did download it, but I didn't join know how to work the thing. It, so I, <laughs> I and then, uninstalled and then you it. Talk. <laughs> so people don't get to hear my voice. They just no. get to see me type. They just get to see. Damn it. So how was your Christmas, Michael? What the hell was that? Nothing. Don't worry about it. Angela's in there. He said, hey, what's up? Don't worry about it, motherfucker. So uh, we got a ton of stuff to talk about. We're going to be talking about a UFO incident that I never knew existed up until like two weeks ago. So that's kind of cool. We're going to be it's talking aliens. about we have some a couple trailers yes, to play. I have movies I watched. Uh, and there, so Z Nation was canceled. If you know what? I didn't that. even know that was still on. I thought that was canceled like after two seasons. No, it was still then going. Then what was I fucking thinking about? There had to, there was another zombie show that was. I swore there was another one that was canceled after two seasons, and that's the one that I thought it was. Ash versus Evil Dead. <laughs> Excuse me, they're deadites. They're not zombies. First of all, second, that was three seasons, motherfucker. <laughs> Fuck you. Guess what? I have a photo op with Bruce Campbell October. And? That means I'm gonna rape well, him. The world's like, I'm just kidding. The, the world's gonna end by then. You haven't heard? No, I heard. I hear, hear it every day. The black light night satellite just yeah, went live. That's what I heard. We're all screwed. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, it's powering up. It's Elon Musk. He's out there oh, fucking oh. with shit. No, all of a sudden, the alien overlords are gonna be like. It's gonna be like a rival. It's gonna be like a rival. That's no, gonna be like Star Wars. All of a sudden, we're gonna be fighting the intergalactic federation. 
the one Star I seen Trek. they weren't doing that. That's Star Trek. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, you fucked up then. No, I was tying two of them together. Oh, sorry. Because I know both. I'm not a Trekkie or Starfleet. I'm not a Trekkie or a Star Wars. <laughs> you're not a mem. You're not a member of Starfleet. No, what is that from? Which one's that? Is that a mix Star too? Star Trek. Oh, okay. I don't know. I'm a horror fan. You know this. Man. All right. Uh, horror, you want to you go horror? What do you want to do? What do you mean? I don't know. I thought we were quizzing each other. Quizzing. <gasps> By the way, I think I have a real, like, the Burbs event happening at the house. <laughs> like? So these new neighbors moved in and behind us. And literally, it always smells like dryer sheets. Is Corey Feldman hanging out all on the roof? Not yet. But I, I could see that happening. So this guy actually walks his dog around, like, on, like, a handmade trailer type thing with all these lights everywhere. Right. If you were going to tell then, me he had an invisible dog like with the leash <laughs> no, and he was walking around. But no, he, there's some weird noises at night, loud, you, like, uh, like, like, you know, like in the burbs, like when he revved up well, the, the What machine, are you doing to solve this, this I don't puzzle. know yet because I, two nights in a row, I think someone tried to break in the house too. Me and dad want to set bear traps. Why not? Just pat, pat them. Where, give me... I don't know where dad. I know it's what? somewhere. It's somewhere in the house. All that thinking you just did right there could have got you killed in a life or death scenario. True that. I'm just saying we're all, all gonna that. Die anyway. No, we're not. World's gonna end. Didn't you just say that? Yeah. <laughs> Didn't so? you hear? Did you also hear the Cowboys? NFC. So, so they okay. So motherfucker, we number one. We number one. We number one. We number one. You're about to be passed. And you can't say shit about it. What, but what are we right now? Losers. What are we right now? Losers. World fucking champions. Look. I will say this, it though. It don't no. mean shit. Look, Why? all I'm saying is if the Eagles get into the playoffs, which is a big hope, ho- hopeful that it could happen. You got a lot of spells to Watch cast. the fuck out. And you're nervous if the Eagles get in there because the Eagles are fucking. Not really. It'd I mean, be, I will I like will say this, though. Nick Foles. Foles, I feel like, works better with the Eagles than Wentz does. Uh, no, see, so he, here's the thing that people are forgetting here. When Foles is in there, they dumb down the whole – I don't want to use the term dumb down, but they take the whole playbook and they cut it in half because of Wentz's skill set. Wentz can do more like run play options. He can do a lot more than Foles can. So when Foles is in there, But they, I feel like they Foles commands the, the team a little bit more. I don't know. Like I feel like it meshes better. Uh, a lot of people, too, forget like Foles was back last week and he played out of his mind. So, like, you know, like, there's a lot of variables that go into that. But, you know, when when uh, Carson Wentz is healthy, he's a fucking great player. And a lot of people forget he threw 27 touchdowns this year is or something. Is he going to um, play next year? Yeah. Because he's not playing any more games because he broke his back, He technically right? c- could play this week. Oh, he could? I say he did a vertebrae, but it's not like it'll, like, kill him and it won't get any worse. So, I, you know, it's... He fractured his spine. He technically broke his back, but he didn't really break his back. So, it's a facade. No, he fucked his back up, but it won't get any worse than what it is. Are you really going to play this? Nick Foles. I like him. I do, too. He wears number nine, and he throws for the birds. He can run this offense. He can mark my words. His quick release avoids the sack. He is my favorite quarterback. Why Nick did you say Foles. it like that? I like him 
more than Michael Vick because he won't often fumble or throw a bad pick. He stands in the pocket so nice and tall. The defenders, they can't bat down his ball. Nick He's got a lot of heart and he's got a lot of soul. He'll try his best to win a Super Bowl. Again. Yeah, he wears number nine and he throws for the birds. He can ruin this offense. You can mark my words. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Dallas is number one. Uh, finishing up on, on the Nick Foles talk. Can I say he is a tough son of a bitch, though? Yeah. He gets hit dead center in the chest. He's on the ground. That foot's kicking. I'm thinking this dude's got busted ribs. He's got a broken sternum. Something's fucked up. He's done. We're fucked. Mrs. One Play comes in, drives us right down the yeah. field, and we win, win the That's fucking game. That's what I'm saying. Game. I, I, I don't He's know. He's a good quarterback. But is he better than Wentz? No. But he gets the job done. Yeah. So whatever, however, whatever it may be. Whatever it may be. I love it, though. I love it. I love it. I Didn't um, the Patriots send out a tweet like we never thought we would thank Nick Foles? Yeah, because he beats uh, not St. Louis, he beat uh, t- um, Houston last yeah. week. Yeah, because <laughs> they needed the, him to win so they could get what the first round by or something. I forget how it was. All right, so we got a ton of stuff to talk, talk about anyway. Um, we're we're let's see. we are drinking beer. We have the victory. Um, what is it called? Combo the, pack. It's called the Kickback Fifteen Pack. That's like a wrap. Yeah. <laughs> It says it on the side. Look, turn oh, it to the side. Look, kick back, 15 oh, pack. Yeah, there we go. So we got five different beers. There's the uh, Prima Pills, the Golden Monkey, the Sour Monkey, the Homegrown, the Hop Devil. Hop Devil's my favorite. That's your rapper name. What is it? Kick back, 15 pack. Mm-hmm. That's your rapper name. I'm going to make a stack. Going to make some fat stacks of cash. <laughs> no, I don't want No, but I thought you were going to keep going, and I said <laughs> make some stacks. Some stacks up in my sacks. <laughs> there we go. Like Bruce Willis. Not a Christmas movie. Shut your fucking mouth. Right, it's so a Christmas movie. He know? says ho, ho, ho. I got stuff to talk about. Where's my <laughs> I, got, I got stuff. Um, let's see. What am I, I had stuff here on my list. Can we just say. What? This today. What is it? Probably 20 years ago, I think. No, a little bit over 20. 22. John Benet Ramsey was killed. John Benet. We still don't know who killed her. I still her think parents. her family. Her, uh, actually, if you really want to know what happened, it was most likely her older brother. That's that what I think, too. Her. And then the mom and dad covered it up. That's what I think. That's I think it was a Casey Anthony sure type of thing. And actually, like, every once in a while, I'll dive deep into it. Like, there's so Nick much, Foles. like, there's, there's <laughs> so much there. weird shit going on in that case. Like, the fact that, like, it was a three-page ransom note. And written from the house, and it was, and it's in some of the handwriting styles of the mother. Like, there's a lot yeah, of yeah, and it's just it's it. cr- and like supposedly like they recently, well, not recently, like in 2003 or something like that, they did the DNA, and they completely eliminated the as parents. recent as like, 15 what? years ago. <laughs> I know. I had to think about that. <laughs> well, she was murdered in 1996. Murder, murder. So kill, kill. I've been on the run, on the run. So, yeah. I've got John a shotgun. Who, who, shotgun. who else has a different theory? I want to know I'm somebody else's different theory. A, a theory on what? On John Benet Ramsey. There is no other theory because that's what's going on. That's what. That's what it happened. That's what, what it, it is. That's what it is. There's you no. Seen it. I seen it. I seen it. Oh, seen it. speaking of, I so seen it. You don't think Katy Perry is a John Benet Ramsey? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's that's silly. <laughs> that's um, silly. 
So silly, you silly guy. Speaking goat. of that, can you turn on the light? I have a migraine. Let's Thank start you. off with some trailers. And let's start off with. Did you see the trailer for. Uh, I don't watch trailers. Jordan Peele's new horse film. No, nope, but I got it written down. Oh, man. This looks We good. got a couple trailers to this play. This looks really good. <coughs> Uh, this is called Us. I know that. And it is, let me just say, the premise is fucking terrifying. Awesome. And it looks really good. It re- re- really well shot. Let's see. And yeah. I think this guy's going to be our next big horror director. He's got, you know, uh, the Twilight Zone stuff coming out. Um, yeah, and like I, I posted something out. and uh, one of my friends on Facebook was like, I think it's just so weird that he went from comedy to horror. And I'm like, honestly, those two kind of go hand in hand because... If you really want to be funny, you have to go out of the box. And if you really want to be scary, you have to think outside the box. I feel like horror and comedy go together in that you way. Know, I think if you're a good director or good in any kind of craft, um, you could do it across the board. Like, look at uh, Peter Jackson. Did Lord of the Rings or whatever, Harry Potter, whatever he did. I forget which one he did. Um, and he started off with, like, movies like Bad Taste and stuff. Sam Ra- Raimi did mm-hmm. the first two. Well, he did the first three did spider Did you know Bruce Campbell was in a Western good. series? TV yeah. series? Yeah. I just found that out, and I'm like, I got to check this shit out. So, all right. Here we go. Uh, this looks fucking okay. This is us. Not this is us. It's just us. Oh, okay. I'm already in. That's a classic right there. Is that him? What it mean? It's about drugs. It's not about drugs. It's a dope song. There's a family in our driveway. It's probably the neighbors. But y'all scared of a family? Hi, can I help you? Zora, put your shoes on. If you want to get crazy, we can get crazy. Exactly like us. They think like us. They know where we are. We need to move and keep moving. They won't stop until they kill us. And we kill them. I think Jordan Look, Peele's I on think, the song. I mean, when he did Get Out and and now he's at the Twilight Zone shit and this, I mean, he's on the ball, was, man. Horror, he's rolling. Yeah, he's rolling was right downhill now. Downhill, wow. And actually, I watched a movie and I actually had a little debate with somebody over the weekend. And I like the way he's making it feel like he's taking it. It's like, not typically all white fan family. We're yeah. gonna see it from a, a totally different perspective yeah. this time. I love it. I love the fact that Jordan Peele takes something, changes it up just enough to where you feel. Like you're watching something totally new, even mm-hmm. though it's still horror yeah. at, at, at its root. You mm-hmm. know, what I mean, we all know in those movies we see blood. I mean, and death. everyone thought Eli Roth was going to be the big thing, but I think never Jordan was Peele, a big Eli Roth fan. 
I, but he, everyone thought that he was going to be the yeah. big like horror guy. Never and really I don't really like a lot of stuff that he does. Green was it Green Inferno or whatever? That was uh, okay. But again, that's just gore porn to an extent. Yeah. See, and I'm not into see, that. Then, then that's where like I actually had a conversation with somebody about horror the other like on our page, and I said it. That's why it the Solomon movies got old to me. Yeah, like the first one was. I thought it was hilarious. The first one's the best. <laughs> yeah, the second, second one was okay, meh. and then after yeah, that, they're all like shit. Final Destination. The first two are great. After that, it sucks. But I think, I think, I think he's gonna be like our big next horror guy. Like he's gonna be like our Hitchcock. You know what I mean? Like I hope so. I hope so because I love what he's doing. Um, I want you to type in the Bird Box. Did you watch this yet? No, but I've heard of it. Okay, so I just want to get the because we were talking about horror, so I want to just show you this trailer because I want to have a discussion about it. I did watch this movie. I dug it. So, I'm, I'm, have you watched the trailer for it or anything? No. Okay. It's on Netflix. Where are you? That's what I said the whole time I'm watching it. I'm like, where's Mark and Mark? But it was still good. It was, yeah, it, it's, it's really good. Please don't take my children! She's the fucking hottest fuck. Have you been feeling? Have you been sleeping any better? Oh, rough. Then again, I never slept well before. This condition. Condition? It's called pregnancy. It's okay to say it out loud. <laughs> Something's happening. Can you just please drive? Did you see something? seen an entity that takes on the form of your worst fears. Oh my god, what are you looking at? What did you see? What is wrong with you? Please stop it! We can't stay here. Every contact we have had with the outside has brought us death. Your kids. He basically wants to be Eminem. Every Even when you see him in the made his trail, he'll be like, he wants to be Eminem. Yes. <laughs> He's been around a while, though. John Malkovich. Malkovich. There we go. I always have to remember being John Malkovich. <laughs> that was a good movie. Oh God. Listen to me. We are going on the trip now. It's going to be rough. Hold on. If you hear something in the woods, you tell me. You hear something in the water, you tell me. But under no circumstance are you allowed to take off your blindfold. Do you hear that? Shit. Mm -hmm. The creature. You don't see it, it ain't there. Yeah. saying well this and a quiet place is like, like the downfall of horror and i'm like i really I like don't the quiet place. <laughs> i love that movie and i love and i like the bird box did something for horror I did yeah you know, so that's what i said that's yeah. what i said you know it's different people have different ideas what horror is honestly the quiet place and this is more of like a suspense kind of movie to me 
It's not really horror. Did you see the new Men in Black trailer? Did we watch it? No, week? but I have it written down. I've been waiting for the show, motherfucker. Is it? Does it look good? Yeah, it actually looks pretty good. It has Tess Thompson, right? Tessa Thompson, yeah. Um, it looks good. Here, we'll take it out. It looks actually looks pretty good. <laughs> it's, it's not a reboot. It's a third. Or fourth. Oh, fourth, 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 right? fourth yeah. It would be the fourth. It's actually, sorry, I don't It understand. ties into the world. They didn't say that in the trailer. Like, it's, this is the Men in Black world now. Oh, has Chris Hemsworth, so I'm in. Always remember, the universe has a way of leading you to where you're... Liam Neeson's is my shit. It always goes back to Key and Peele. Um, <laughs> you done fucked up, A.A. Ron. A. <laughs> Messed Ron. up, sorry. <laughs> Come on, be nice. Be nice. <laughs> got the glasses. Always remember. I don't know, but you're fucking it up. Ron. Type in international, then. No, it's not the international. Anyway, I don't know. We'll just watch this one. It's okay. Same one. <laughs> the universe has a way of leading you to where you're supposed to be at the moment you're supposed to be there. Okay. Let's do this. Sexy. It took me 20 years to find you. How many people can say that? You are the best kept secret in the universe. And I found you. Which makes me perfect for this job. You really think a black suit is going to solve all your problems? Mm, no, but looks damn good on you. We are a rumor. Recognizable only as deja vu and dismissed just as quickly. Time to prove yourself, Agent M. We may have a problem. Agent in M. London. Welcome to MIB. Moving on, losing. You will back. be with Agent H, one of the best ever to wear this suit. Ah. Catching up on my daily meditation. Time for lunch, I think. Are you hungry? It's 9:30. Perfect. Tuesday's taco day. <laughs> We've been compromised. It puts every citizen of this planet at risk. Button around here somewhere. Found it. <laughs> we are the men in black. Looks like the tables have turned. Oh! The little hammer. That was an incredible catch. Did you get it? That's hilarious. Uh, we got to play with Dark Phoenix. Have we? Oh, they got the other two new movies. No, they released one like two days ago or something. Dark Phoenix. 
Logan. Keanu Reeves. He's going to be the Wolverine. That's what I heard. That's what I heard. He's too old. He's 50. I know. He's 50. I know. <laughs> it's like Hugh Jackman he's is. 54 is what he is. I mean, you might as well just get Hugh back. How much I mean, nobody time? wants to see fucking Keanu Reeves. I mean, first of all, like, I love Keanu. He's great in. Um, we got Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure coming John out Wick soon. Three. Yeah, I mean. Uh, we, don't need, we don't need him in the morning. What did you do? I had to keep her stable. I protected her. From the truth? There's another word for that. I came looking for answers. You didn't come here looking for answers. You came here looking for permission. She's all pain. All coming out at once. Sorry, I didn't stop it sooner. You're always sorry, Charles. And there's always a speech. They can't comprehend what you are. They're right to fear me. I've seen evil. I'm looking at it now. Because night, cool. yeah, I mean, Nightcrawler. Opening scene to that movie. Fucking amazing. amazing. The White and House. I, I really oh, liked him, and like I'm pi- like, mm. I thought we were gonna get a Nightcrawler movie. No, I know we weren't. They're still, they're not gonna do Gambit with Channing Tatum, right? That's done. That's not no, in the works. No, still out. Ew. It's still up in the air. That's um, gross. Really necessarily. Oh, we here you go. First genie, Aladdin. So, uh, it's oh, about six a.m. We are in the desert filming Aladdin. It's absolutely amazing. I can't, I can't. Aladdin is one of those perfect stories. You don't know how you know every word of the songs. You just do. Aladdin is obviously a Disney classic. You want to stay true to the original, but you also want to give people something different. Colors and the spectacles and the songs. It's this rush of adrenaline. It's just so magical. I don't think I've ever actually seen the first one. The cartoon version. What? I maybe have. I just don't remember it.
hiding him as a genie. They did show us that <clears throat> picture, but I think because it. they wanted to release it and see how people would at react first. Uh, let's see I feel like else. I feel like a lot of Hollywood stuff now. It's let's release it to the public and see how everyone reacts before we change our minds. So I did watch Venom. I yeah. will start there. Venom definitely should have been marketed as a comedy. <laughs> yeah. Um. He definitely is a better Venom than what's his name, Topher Grace. And the and the makeup wasn't is amazing. Too, wasn't too hard. Well, it's all CGI, so. I mean it. it and it was funny. Tom Hardy. Not too let hard me to beat Topher, though. I know. I know. We had high hopes for that. I read an article that said, you know, um, they were comparing it. And they, they said that that it's actually not a bad movie if you watch it now. <laughs> Spider-Man 3. Yeah, I'm good. I just remember him dancing on the bar. The scrolls are the bad guys. And you're a Kree, a race of noble warriors. Noble warrior heroes. We found you. You, one of us. This war is just the beginning. I'm not gonna that fight you anymore. I'm gonna end it. So actually, you know what? I need you to look for something. Nope. Um, remember? Really? You just gotta fuck me up there. Nope. Fuck what? you. What do you want? Fuck. Yeah. What do you want? Um, what we do in the shadows. Supposedly they had a TV show that's like international. And they haven't released it yet. Look up um, what we do in the shadows like TV show. Someone see if there's a trailer. Yeah, someone told me about it and they said that it exists, and I'm like, what, really? Mm, four years ago. Four years ago. No, you don't see ago. anything. Oh man. Says what we do is one month ago. I don't know what this is though. It could be fake. I don't know. Let's see. Laszlo is my big, crazy, wild bear, and we love to chase each other around the house. I motherfucking We have a great time together. It was this it? Cash your card. Credit. You cannot pay with that. I'm so sorry. Did you just throw a coin at me? Okay. Yes. Sir, you can't be throwing ancient coins at me. Just yeah, stick credit card. Stab this man. This <laughs> <laughs> coming spring on FX. Guillermo, the virgin's arriving soon. They should be any minute now, Master. Fingers crossed. I feel like I know that guy. The one with that one? Yeah, if anybody doesn't know, what we do in the shadows was fucking amazing. Yeah, apparently it's, it's a TV thing. I, so I, supposedly there's gonna be a TV thing. There's yeah. Not much going on as far as it being shown on YouTube. It seems like there's a bunch of teasers. The pair is also working on a spell. Oh, and they're working on another. Okay, we're werewolves. Someone are also developing a sequel based off a group of werewolves called Werewolves. Not so werewolves. No, we're not. We're werewolves, not, not swearwolves. swearwolves. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm excited for that. Fuck yeah. What else you got? What else you got? Is there anything else you need to know? Spoiler-wise? 
Jim just posted on the Black Knight thing and said, it's the Batmobile. It looks like the Batmobile. <laughs> it does. <laughs> I thought about that, too, like years ago when I first saw it. Thing. I was like, why does it look like the Batmobile floating in space? Maybe. Have I you started know. watching Titans yet? I have not. I got to freaking get movie box working. Mm. On my, I finally fixed my iPad. Not my iPad, but I heard my Mary tablet. Poppins was great. That's what I heard. I love Emily Blunt. Yeah, I, heard I love her. Great. She's fucking hot. I, I liked Mary Poppins. That I did see that one. Uh-huh. Motherfucker. Cumberbatch. In what? The Grinch? No, he's in Brexit. Brexit? He's going to be on... Oh, I hit the... You could take the treatment of your ulcerative colitis in a different direction. Talk to your doctor about Zeljan. Yeah. <laughs> everyone knows who won. Okay. Not everyone knows how. We've got to ask the biggest question in a generation. In or out? And we need a leader. Sounds like an average Joe. We need to understand who our voters are. Appeal to their hearts. People are feeling angrier, ignored. Is it immigration? You can be honest. Is it race? Which countries don't you like? New people come in. We get squeezed out. We want to return to a time when we knew our place, when things made sense. Fictional or not? He looks super weird. I can't. How they even gave him the shiny the forehead. We have to hack the political <laughs> system. Hack it. I'm talking about altering the matrix of politics. Like Social media platforms are designed to find like-minded people. Our software will locate and target people that no campaign has like, ever targeted before. People who don't and yeah, have I mean, never great makeup. voted. Three million much, extra votes that the other side have no idea exist. This is an insurgence against the establishment. We're going to build something that will restock the odds in our favor. What are your expectations, realistically? To create the biggest political upset since the fall of the Berlin Wall. Very large. Yeah. Let's take back control! Let's take back control! Now the fight for Britain begins. You are feeding a toxic culture of fear and hate. You can't close the box once it's been opened. Yeah, actually, I just remember you found. There is a new politics in town. No, um, One that browser you wars. Cannot control. Have you seen the trailer for that yet? Oh, by the way, uh, Project Blue Book comes out January 8th. So. There is a new trailer for that. Yes, we got to play that. But this is Browser Wars. It's something that I've seen. It looks pretty interesting. I feel like a lot of Preston Tense Mouthwash kills 99% of germs with an icy cold sensation. The cold means it's working. I don't know. It's, I thought it was Browser Wars. Maybe it's not. I think it's called Valley of the Boom. Okay. Click it. Just click it. Okay. A little A and then the ring around it. At. See, that's what I said. Yeah, mm -hmm. this is it. Um, Katie said she thought it was about. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> But I'd never heard it. I'd never heard it said. I'd always seen the mark, but never heard it said. What is internet anyway? <laughs> what do you write to it like mail? No, a lot of people use it and communicate. It, I guess it's becoming really big now. <laughs> Allison, can you explain what internet is? Alexa. My name's Darren. I'm an investment banker. In the mid '90s, Wall Street has finally got a new favorite supermodel. <laughs> Silicon Valley. One word, Netscape. Netscape? They have zero concept of what Netscape is. They don't even know what the internet is. Pixelon is number one in internet broadcasting. <laughs> Steve's on. 
Theglobe.com? It's a social network. People will want to log on. I guarantee. It's very addictive. It's very addictive. Okay. Let me break it down for you in the simplest of terms. This is the beginning of what they called the browser wars. NASDAQ is pumping. Why don't we have a price? Refresh your page. $71 a share? Are you kidding me? Yeah! It's the biggest IPO since Microsoft. Look at that big ass I'm computer. I'm gonna light things up a little bit. <laughs> People are gonna be throwing money at us. We are going to be very wealthy and very famous. We are the top browser in the business. Congratulations. Yeah. Yeah. Cool thing. I don't it also know. makes I don't us a target. So. Microsoft owns the internet. Did they just threaten us? I'm really going to bring in a couple of experts. There. Netscape changed the game. You were at Microsoft's mercy. We were the new kid on the block. They were deathbed competitors. So that happened. <laughs> Documentary. I think it is. What about the technology I created? God damn it! Keep the faith! Pixelon was a joke. We have 90% of the browser market. You've also got Microsoft breathing down your neck. Good talk. Yeah. I created something that you all now use every day. You're welcome. Get Big Fast was the mantra. We are running a billion dollar company. They wanted to take it on the train, even though they didn't know where the train was going. People are hoping for a better tomorrow. And that's what we are selling. So let's keep it up. I miss the old computers. It's on National Geographic. I don't know. I just have to I don't know. That kind of didn't sell me. Um, I was a little confused. Yeah, we'll have to uh, see what happens there with that one. I haven't, yeah. I haven't heard about it. And, uh, uh, Project Blue Book, which goes into our topic. It was investigated by the infamous Project Blue Book. The good old Mr. J. Allen Heineken. Yeah. We have a situation in West Virginia. Family report has seen something falling from the sky. As God is my witness, it was not of this world. God is my witness. You want me to investigate flying saucers? I want you to help me prove to the public the truth. They don't exist. If you believe that you have seen these strange lights in the sky, would you please raise your hand? How do you explain the damage? What type of UFO could do that? I'm sorry, UFO what? I'm wondering if Professor Hynek will one day be a problem that needs solving. They're watching us. Hey! There is something more going on here. I want to know what it is. I said close the case. What the hell do you expect? I expected to discover the truth. The new drama series, Project Blue Book, coming soon on History. Death. Lord Almighty. And then saw that 
thing. As God is my witness, it was not of this world. We have a situation in West Virginia. Family reported seeing something falling from the sky. I'll get down there right away. I need you to meet someone first. Name's Dr. Alan Hynek. You want me to investigate flying saucers? I want you to help me prove to the public the truth. Yeah. They don't exist. I thought we did. Lori, Will, you can come on out now. Doctor, tell me what's happening to my babies. If you believe that you have seen these strange lights in the sky, would you please raise your hand? My name is Dr. Hynek. We understand that you saw an entity. The men in the hats, and they were scared. You should be, too. Alan's <laughs> walking on some really strange things. The flying saucers. More than that, I just don't feel safe anymore. I'm wondering if Professor Hynek will one day be a problem that needs solving. You think it's possible extraterrestrial life exists? The probability of us being alone in our universe is zero. You're not under attack. What the hell was that? Those things were not planes. How the hell would you know what types of planes the Russians have or don't have? The Russians have nothing to do with this. I am closer than I've ever been. Need I remind you of our purpose here? Blank saucers don't exist. How do you explain the damage? What type of UFO could do that? I'm, I'm sorry, UFO what? They're watching us. Hey! There's something more going on here. I want to know what it is. I say close the case. What the hell do you expect? I expected to discover the truth. Logic can't begin to explain what we're dealing with here. Project Blue Book is an interesting thing because uh, it not only it was the government, but not only was the government acknowledging that something weird was happening, it was also the beginning of a lot of big conspiracies, especially the big hitters. Yes, so. which all turned out to be true, most of them. A lot of them. So, which we're going to jump into our topic here in a minute. You need to take a break. Yes. All right, so we're going to take a break. Nick, can you play us up some music while we take a break? There you go. I think you Cats in the cradle and the silver spoon. Little boy blue and the man on the moon. There's no music yet, so I should just sing, even that. though I'm tone deaf. Cold. 
Probably will. My voice is very loud. Let's see. There's a clip I want to play first. Play it, motherfucker. So I gotta pull it up so. because how I have it is it's. Uh, All right, I'm gonna try one of these sours. Try it out. You might like it. You might. I'm gonna try it, guys. I'm scared. No, I look. I'm scared. Just don't think about it as rotten, infected beer. All right. So saying. it's the zombie of beers. <laughs> oh, no, it doesn't smell good. It smells rotten. You probably wouldn't even Guys, know. I don't know. I don't know about this one. I think I got the wrong kickback. All right, so <laughs> um, what we're going to play here, that's not the one I wanted to play, but we're going to save that for later because we're going to play that in a bit. Okay, so okay. I'm ready. I love when we talk about UFOs and aliens. I hate when people are like, but you don't hear about it today. You do yeah, not. you do. People just choose not. Yeah, exactly. You choose what you like. Look, there's reports. You just got to choose. You got to pick and choose on what's what's good and what's shitty. Yeah. But it's like with anything. If you're only going to look up celebrity news, all the news that's going to come to you is celebrity news. Mm -hmm. That's how the algorithm works now. So if you if you even type in Kim Kardashian once, you're gonna get like five news stories. And you're gonna be like, what the fuck? I don't care this much about Kim Kardashian. So what we're gonna be talking about is a case that took place in uh, 1957. 1957. It was uh, the Leveland Lights or Leveland, Leveland sightings. Leveland UFO incident. I got a news clip. You got a news clip? I got a couple of them. Okay, I'm excited. 
Every time we talk about aliens and stuff, it makes me happy inside. All right, so here is the 1957 clip. CBS Radio presents the news. From Washington, here is Bob Pierpoint. Folks in Level Land, Texas, are worried about strange objects in their neighborhood. Sheriff Weir Clem says he has received several reports of a strange egg-shaped object about 200 feet long landing on farms and highways last night in the vicinity of Level Land. Sheriff Clem says he even himself got a glimpse of the thing which somehow turned off lights and auto engines when it came near. The sheriff says that lights and engines worked fine again after the thing went away. The thing. This is Bob Pierpoint in Washington. The stars at night are big. So the that, thing. That was the first thing. Uh, and then, I don't and like sours, guys. I don't even know how you can try it. What the fuck? <laughs> you can't try it. You might like it. Ew. Clearly you didn't. That has like no uh, hobby. About nine miles north of level in on a the weird uh, highway 51. Home, what is this? Is this good? What? Homegrown? You're uh, drinking yeah, it now. Dry hopped. All right, so uh, let's talk about this. So this incident took place November 2nd. November 2nd to the 3rd, 1957. Yep. It took place in Levelland, Texas. By Leveling, the way, let Texas. me just say, I looked up 1957. There was a lot of earthquakes in 1957. A lot. I'm just saying. Okay. I, I think a lot of this has to do with weather. I think we use weather to hide things. Are you trying to say it's a weather balloon? No, I'm saying that we use... W- I can't get that out of my mouth, that taste. It's like lingering on my palate. Mm, that's your problem, not mine. Don't my make your problems bud. my problems. Shut the fuck up. I'm going to make my problems your problems because we're related. No. All right. Jesus. So on November 2nd, 1957, the North Texas Prairie town of Leveland, population of around 10,000 at the time, which is now uh, much larger now. It's like 30,000. Uh, was a scene of one of the best-known documented UFO incidents. Yes. Numerous witness reports seeing extremely bright object, often described as egg to shape and 100 feet long, or and or 100 a, to 200 feet. Yeah, at least a one, bright light. At least 100 feet, often near the ground. So a lot of people seeing this thing, it was, it was low to the ground. Lingering. Um, the first, the first reported sightings of of, of, the, of this case was uh, pretty cool because uh, it was a it was a guy who was hanging out in the back of his truck, with and his friend. With his friend, reminded me of Deadpool too. Do Remember <laughs> when Cable comes and the two guys are hanging in the mm-hmm. back of their truck? Yeah. Okay, it just reminded me of that. Go on, Jesus. I mean, it's like you're like. <laughs> Let me speak. I said one thing. All right, so back to the thing. A.J. Fowler uh, was a police officer that night. He gets the call in from the first report. First report says the guy's like, the cop is like, yeah, sure, sure, sure. You're hearing, like they think you're, he's just. You're seeing weird shit, yeah. whatever, not paying my, much of mine. Um, he said that his truck engine had died. The rocket-shaped, uh, the rocket-shaped object rose up and approached the truck, um, and then they he jumped out of the truck. It was him and a friend. Yeah. They got out of the truck, kind of ran away a little bit, but then as the thing went over the truck, uh, basically it left. They went back to the truck. Truck started up fine, and they left. Mm -hmm. They did say that they felt a lot of heat, a rush of wind um, that came about them, but uh, like I said, Fowler ignored it. An hour later, another motorist, Jim Wheeler, reportedly seen a – get this. This this is pretty interesting, and I want you to do a a little bit of research. pull, Pull up your phone. Okay. An hour later, Jim Wheeler reported a brightly lit egg-shaped or tic-tac-shaped object about 200 feet long, 
was sitting on the road four miles east of Leveland, Shit, blocking the path. So what I want you to look up is what year did Tic Tac come out? Hmm, let's see. And I, because I have a few things about this Tic Tac. Um, it was mentioned a couple times. First of all, I, I didn't think Tic Tac Tic Tac was that old. Second of all, 1968. Okay, so why are they talking about Tic Tacs in 1957? So either it's a typo or there's something weird. Now, the reason why I bring up the why I found the Tic Tac shapes weird and I th- even thought thought about it at all was the fact that last year, Doctor uh, Lieutenant Fravor, who mm. flew the uh, the plane there when they did the remember that thing came out with um, the government was watching uh, P- uh, Elizondo came out and he said that there's a uh, g- we've been watching UFOs for years. Oh yeah, blah, yeah, blah. yeah. We watched it on the news thing. Yeah. How did they describe that object? Tic-tac? Tic-tac-ish? I'll show you. Hmm. Is there something special about Tic-tacs? Is that what we're brainwashed? Do Tic-tacs not even exist? Well, is there a Mandela effect yeah. in the fact that there's a people talking about Tic-tacs before Tic-tacs even were invented? Very true. Uh, but here, this is... UFOs have been the stuff of conspiracy theorists for decades, often mocked for talking about it, but maybe they shouldn't be mocked. Commander David Fravor spent 18 years as a naval aviator, a pilot. In 2004, he had an unforgettable encounter with an aircraft he said was defying the laws of physics. Former Commander Fravor joins us tonight. Thanks a lot for coming on tonight. Um, t- tell, us, tell us what you saw. He looks otherworldly. Well, we were on a, uh, we had launched on a routine training mission. Uh, when we joined up, we were told that the event was going to be canceled and that we have real world tasking and we were sent out to the west. Now, take in mind that this has taken place about 100 miles southwest of San Diego between San Diego and Ensenada, Mexico. Yeah. Uh, on a clear, perfect day, blue waters. We get out to the spot where they tell us it's at. Um, we start looking around and both of us, both airplanes, see uh, disturbance in the water and a white, 40-foot-long, tic-tac-shaped object just hovering above the water, going forward, back, left, right. There's no rotor wash. There's no wings, nothing. So as we drive around in a clockwise flow, we get to about the 9 o'clock position, and I said, well, I'm going to go down and check it out, and the other jet is going to stay high. So as we go down, when we get to the 12 o'clock position, it starts to mirror us. So it's in a clockwise flow, and it's on the opposite side of the circle from us. And we continue this. It's in a climb. We're in a descent. We're getting a great look at it. This whole thing takes about probably up to five minutes from the time we show up. I get over to the 8 o'clock position. It's at about the 2 o'clock position. And I decide I'm going to go and see what it is. And it's about 2,000 feet below me. And I cut across the circle. And as I get within about a half mile of it, it rapidly accelerates to the south in about two seconds and disappears. What, what would you estimate the speed? Oh, well above supersonic. It, it like a bullet out of a gun it took off. So from what you know about aerodynamics, mechanics, physics, uh, should this be possible, what you saw? Not with the technology that we have today. Not, not at all. Even now, <laughs> even 13 years later, is there anything that you know of capable of this kind of behavior? No, there's nothing I know of. I mean, this when you look, when we saw the, the video with the IR, it has no exhaust, uh, it, you know, no, no discernible things of anything, form of propulsion. And this thing came from a dead hover over the water, just kind of moving around to a climb up to about 12,000 feet to rapidly accelerating away in a climb. And in less than two seconds, it was gone. And you figure, 
you're talking 50 miles of visibility and you can easily see an object that size easily out to 10 miles and it just disappeared in seconds. Could, I mean, what would be the effects on a human pilot of the G-forces involved in that altitude change? Uh, well, the altitude wouldn't be bad. It would be the acceleration of the object. That's what it, right. Um, the, well, I, honestly, I wanted to fly it. <laughs> yeah, but, I bet. Uh, uh, you know, there's, you know, talking to some physicists, they don't think the human body could handle that kind of force with that Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't sound, it doesn't sound like the human body could. So bottom line, what do you think this was? I believe, as do the other folks that were on the flight that we, when we visually saw it, that it was something not from this world. Uh, when, uh, presumably you expressed that belief up. to your superiors, <laughs> what did they say? Actually, we, we caught a lot of grief getting back to the boat, uh, it, and it got passed off as an event that no one could explain. Now, keep in mind, they had been tracking these for two weeks prior to us seeing it, and this was the first time that manned airplanes had been airborne uh, when so the objects appeared. This feels like a really big story to me. I, I'm not, it's not exactly clear why Vladimir Putin's more interesting than this. I think this seems like a big deal. And Commander, I appreciate you taking the time to talk to us about it. You seem sober and believable, and... I appreciate He's it. Sober. Why, thank you very much, Tucker. <laughs> Thanks. So, uh, the reason I play it is you seem sober. Like, sober any person is under the influence. Uh, so I brought that up because uh, here we are reading about a tic-tac-shaped object. Uh, it's the oh. Mingla effect. You, you want to you know an an another fun fact about that incident that was recorded there? Yes. What month did it take place in? Was it November? November. So... I don't know if there's any coincidences, but we got the word Tic Tac being used. Because we woke up Green Day. Tic Tac hadn't, <laughs> had, Tac hadn't been invented for 10 years. At, yeah. Until after. So 68, how, 69. The only way I could think of it being, the only way I could think of this is, this was a uh, uh, somebody given, like one of these witnesses given a report maybe 15 years later, and they used the word Tic Tac. Let me Tic -tac. see if Tic Tac has another meaning. Uh, because I thought that was weird, because that was in 1957, this was, though. So, that, yeah, that was later on. He reports as being... So, maybe... So, I'm looking it up, like, tic-tac. Um, repetitive sound could be a tic-tac. Yeah, he, he said it was tic-tac-shaped. Shaped, okay. An okay. egg or tic-tac-shaped. Hmm, let's go to the Urban Dictionary. Let's see what we can find. Yeah, there was no Urban Dictionary. No, but sometimes they have some, you know, if yeah. you look up period not, part, it's hilarious. They're not going to mean it meaning <laughs> anything else. I'm telling you right now. A mint that Donald Trump likes to use when he's going to forcibly kiss a beautiful woman. Yeah, see? <laughs> Nothing of any about those. <laughs> All right, so Somebody whose penis is so small. Uh, still not valuable to this. So at 1055, uh, another married couple uh, called in. So there was 15 reported sightings that night. Seven of them were documented and later used in the uh, Blue Book stuff, which we'll get into here in a bit. But at 1055, a married couple driving northeast of Loveland report they saw a bright flash of light moving across the sky and their headlights and radio had died for three seconds. Five minutes later, Jose Alvarez claimed he met a strange object sitting on Road 11 miles north of Loveland. Uh, and his vehicle's engine died until the object departed. So what we're getting here is the the, the things are cutting off. It's it's messing with electronics. Well, so so I I I looked in, into this to too. It's the engine and the headlights. Well, here here's the thing. Technically, it can cut the engine off, but it wouldn't be able to start the engine back up. So. I, so it's once the object leaves that there's no interference. The people are able to start their vehicles up yeah. and go. Because our vehicle would just wouldn't magically start up. 
No, you know I mean? it like would it have, have to be have right to be after. Shut back on. So it would have to be like an EMP, uh, like electromagnetic pulse of some sort yes. that would shoot down and kind of like short it out. But like it would have to not do enough damage because like, you know, as well as I know that if you mess a car up, it's yeah. gonna, you can't it can't heal itself. No, it can't. It's not. So the car can't heal itself, so there has to be something. Remember in, in Pineapple that. Express when he was like, "The car's dead." What do you mean the car's dead? The car is deceased. It no longer it ceased to live. Yeah, it's dead. Fucking talk uh, radio. So, <laughs> uh, so Jose Alvarez claimed he met a strange object, like I said, sitting on the road 11 miles north of Loveland, and his engine died until the object departed at 12:05. This is on November 3rd, the next day, because yes. you know it's 12:05. A Texas Technological <laughs> College. Uh, Student named Newell Wright was surprised when driving 10 miles east of, of Loveland, his car engine began to sputter. The uh, ammeter, amp meter, ammeter, I don't know why it's called ammeter, I guess it would be amp meter, on the dash jumped to, di- jumped to discharge and then back to nor- nor- normal. The motor then started to cut out like he was out of gas. The car rolled to a stop, the headlights dimmed for several seconds, and then later went out. When he got out to check on the problem, he saw a 100-foot-long shaped object sitting on the road, and then it took off, and he was able to start up his engine. At 12.15 a.m., Officer Fowler received another call. This time was from a farmer named Frank Williams who claimed he encountered a brightly glowing object on the road, and his car approached it. Its lights went out, and the motor stopped. The object flew away, and his car lights and motor began to work again. Now, what's not clear here is, are they restarting the car, or it would be physically impossible for their car to start back up. To just restart automatically. I'm hoping... But most of the time when cars go out, and then you're, you're just turning, you know, the ignition... I would hope on. that they're so meaning... That's what they're doing. I would hope mean they would just, like, stall it out, and then they were able to start it yeah, back up. Yeah, that's what I think. Uh, other callers were Ro- Ronald Martin, who called at 1245, and James Long at 115, and they both reported seeing a brightly lit object sitting on the side of the road in front of them. And they also claim that their engine and headlights died until the object flew away. So we're getting a clear and they said flew thing here. Yeah. So this so the, it's the same thing being told over and over again by multiple different it's people. It's not just disappearing; it's departing. And it sounds like it's traveling because what you're getting to is you're getting it's it's 11 miles, it's 12 miles. Mm-hmm. So it sounds like it's moving. And the so times that's are why it's not there. a mass hysteria case. These are these these calls are all like. I'm not gonna say they're kind of isolated. They're different. So it's at, not like everyone knows and they're just calling up panicking. Right. At 1:45, this was the last call, I believe. Yeah, 1:45, uh, Leveland Fire Chief Ray Jones also saw an object and his vehicle's lights engine sputter reportedly died soon after. During the night of November 2nd and 3rd, the Leveland Police Department received a total of 15 UFO reported yes, calls. Yes, totally 15. Officer Fowler then noted that he was called or. Uh, Noted that everybody who called was very excited. So all these people were like fired up. Yeah. So they were, they obviously they had seen something. Yeah. And it wasn't just, hey, there's something like, you know, like generally they were scared. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so then, so then what happens is after this whole, whole, whole thing goes in, uh, the U.S. Air Force decides that they're going to uh, launch an investigation. Because yes. remember at this time they had Project Sign and, bl- yeah. and Grudge and then grudge Blue, 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 yeah. Blue, Blue Book. So basically, um, we, we already talked, talked about Project Blue Book, so I don't need to tell you guys about that. Mm-hmm. You guys know it was, uh, started in 1947 and yeah. went through a few, few different, uh, few different iterations. changes. So they basically sent a guy out there. Um, I'm trying Who, to remember the had, guy's um, name. his name. But even, uh, like, so you had police officers and fire chiefs seeing this. Mm-hmm. 
They reported it. So it's yeah. not you had you had patrolmen who were on duty that were seeing this weird thing. Like there was multiple reports all across the town uh, of this object being in the sky and doing its thing. And uh, everybody who who came in contact with this thing report the same kind of thing. Yeah. Their car's engine sputtered, uh, but then they were able to fire back up a- afterwards and go about their day. Um, so basically, what what happens is they have they end up getting this guy who comes out. Let's see after an interview. So they sent. They, I don't know if they even say the guy's name. I think they did. I just didn't Mr. write it down. So they were assigned to a vet, a, an Air Force. L- uh, sergeant was sent. That's all it says. Oh, Air okay. Force sergeant I was thought sent. There was, I thought I thought he had a name. No, but it basically he just spent uh, like 24 hours in the town talking well, no, to he's a couple sp- people. He spent seven hours total talking to people, and he left out nine of the 15 witnesses. Yeah, he just talked to a few people and then kind of went about his day. he said, well, I don't believe them. They're uneducated. They're this. They're that. Bas- not taking their stories into account at all. And then just l- left. Mm-hmm. So basically what they end up saying was what uh, the the um, official term for what it was, was ball lightning. Which is interesting because at this time, ball lightning was technically only a theory. So they were debunking a theory with a theory. Well, it's funny because (laughs) so basically J. Allen Hynek, who is in Project Blue Book, you guys just saw. He disputed this. He went out and he was like, uh, you know, I don't think it's ball lightning. They went and did some investigation and found out there was no rain that occurred that night. So the official report, it said that um, there was rain and that they had. It was a misty rain, though. It wasn't like a a downpour. They had been experiencing freak weather in that area, Mm -hmm. which is not true. That's not the case. Yep. So uh, basically, uh, Heineck and James E. McDonald, who were the two who were uh, with Blue Blue Book, who, who went and looked into this, said uh, they argued there was no electrical storms in the air area that happened. And they went before a committee of the U.S. House of Representatives in 1968 and said uh, that that vehicle, that that famous UFO case at Leveland was huge in the fact that in total, 10 vehicles were stopped within a short area. Yes. All independently in a two-hour period. Pe- 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 there was no lightning or thunderstorm and only a misty rain. Heineck then wrote that as a person responsible for tracking of the new Soviet... So that, that's another thing. Mm-hmm. At All this time, these sightings, the same day was when Sputnik... So Sputnik launches yes. an hour later... People are seeing all this Weird, stuff yes. going on in, in the sky. So it's an hour after Sputnik. But look, I've looked at satellites through, 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 through a telescope. It's a fucking star. Like, you don't see it. Like, it's yes. floating, and it's definitely not going to be on the ground, no. and it's definitely not going to affect your vehicle. Um, so uh, the Sputnik thing was was weird. Um, uh, Heineck also said that he was on a virtual around-the-clock duty and was able to give attention to whatever, um, to any attention, he whatever. He could only... And really investigate Sputnik at the time. Yeah. So basically, he he wasn't able to do both, but he basically concurred that eva- that the Air Force evaluation of ball lightning on the basis of information uh, of an electrical storm had been progress had been in progress during the area at that time. This was shown to not be the case. Observers reported overcast and mist, but no lightning. Yes. Heineck noted that had I given any thought whatsoever, I would soon recognize the absence of any ball lightning. Uh, the, any evidence that ball lightning could stop a car or put out its headlights. Ufologists have argued that the Air Force investigator did not interview nine of the 15 witnesses, nor were they mentioned in Blue Book's mm-hmm. final report 
or incident. Um, so basically, that's where it, it, it sits. So they also said that it could have been the St. Elmo's fire, which I don't even know exactly what that is. That was a thing back in it's the day. It's a weather phenomenon in which luminous plasma is created by a coronal discharge from coronal. a sharp from a sharp or pointed object in a strong electrical field in the atmosphere. Like the sun can put off a, cr- a coronal discharge. Yes. So I, I honestly, I didn't know what, what St. Elmo's fire, I thought it was a movie. Well, it is. Um, in 1751, Benjamin Franklin hypothesized that a pointed iron rod would light up at the tip during a lightning storm, similar to the appearance of Elmo's fire. Right. So that's what that is. I was confused. I'm like, it's you uh, a kernel discharge. Of, uh, you would see something from the sun, but still like, um, doesn't explain. It does. It doesn't tell me that there would be a uh, hundred to two hundred foot long object sitting on the road. Yes. Um, so that's these the part people that obviously I seen something. Um, look, this was in a weird time. I think at the time, uh, this th- was like the UFO Mecca. It would not be crazy for me to think that this was some sort of UF, uh, military thing going on. Yeah. Like uh, this, look, and this UFOs aren't always alien manned aircrafts that no. you, or aircrafts. Sometimes there are things that are military. just strange in yeah. the sky and it's could This could totally be another one case. of the other theories was that it was elect uh, wet electrical currents. Yeah, and I that's what that. stopped the the vehicles and made them malfunction. I think it was gremlins. <laughs> that, that would be cool. <laughs> um, I mean, way, that's, that's their um, mo right there. Either way, <laughs> I I think that in, like when I was reading this and lo- lo- looking into this, I think it's a very important case because I think it's a massively documented case yes. that that's, doesn't get any attention really. It really doesn't. I think I Which think probably shame. because they shut it down so quick. Well, they well, yeah, they kind of push this. I mean, but Basically, this, but this is the case where you have all these independent reports. It's not mass hysteria. It's not dogs and cats living together. <laughs> I'm really podcasting. <laughs> Do you want me to take your picture? I want him, not me. But I was gonna. He's not. Look, buddy. Look, Oliver. Podcast. It's called podcasting, bud. <laughs> okay, you're I took not a bunch. good at it, dude. I took a bunch. Yeah. I thought I got one. Maybe you're I did. All blurry. No. <laughs> I got one. <laughs> the blurry ones are kind of cute, though. Um, so uh, th- this is interesting because there was a lot of, hey, there's a ton of, there's not much out there as far as information on this case. No, it's kind of, But there's you know, a ton of, like, news reports yes. and things like that. Like, I, think I was that surprised to see couple, some like, news reports. Years later, they actually went and interviewed um, some of the people that had seen it. Um, I think you might be able to find it on YouTube. I'm not sure. They're really hard videos to yeah. find. I, I was looking through, and uh, I did. I actually, I found. Actually, that's what I was going to play too. I did find this here where it's the people uh, who were involved Matt. giving the, the, the reports, and I'll play okay. that so people can hear that. This is uh, shortly after um, it took place. This is like, I guess, the next day. So here we go. What we had was a 1205. I see. Which was at uh, about nine miles north of Leveland on the uh, Highway 51. Uh, was reported by Mr. Williams from Kermit, Texas, that the object was in the road when he drove up. And as he approached the object, why, the closer he got to it, when he got so close, uh, it seems though his car stalled him. His motor died. And when he, the object began to move upward while the, his lights went out. In other yeah. words, the uh, two independent reports were approximately the same at around the same time in the evening. Uh, yes. Uh-huh. 
why, yes. Well, sir, it was a flying object. It was oval-shaped, and to me it looked flat on the bottom. It was uh, something I'd never seen before, and uh, my car did quit running on the highway, and coming back from Lubbock is what caused me to notice it. I see. Uh, did you uh, actually see the object itself? Yes, sir, I did. And could you give us approximately the size of the thing, or was it a massive, or was it just a light, or what happened? Exactly? Well, no, sir, it looked solid to me. I mean, it, it, it did have a definite shape. It was uh, kind of egg-shaped, was flat on the bottom, and it was a luminous, bright. It looked like and about how long did it stay where you were? Oh, three, four minutes, something like that. And when it took off, did it also travel straight up? Well, almost straight up. And at very high speed. Yes. We certainly thank you, Mr. I think there's more. I think. We think. Uh, I like watching old news, though. It's very different. It's very. Are we going to get any more? Is this I don't bunch know. Of Congress. By 2057 A.D., that is 100 years from now, the wonder the cosmic age will have unfolded before the eyes of mankind. Several expeditions have returned from Mars and Venus and bold exploratory voyages have been extended as far as Jupiter and Saturn and their natural satellites. Voyages to the moon have become commonplace. Like present Antarctica, the surface of the moon has been subdivided and passes UN approval. Yeah. Spheres of interest assigned to the major powers. And a lot of prospecting, surveying, tunneling, and even a limited amount of actual mining operations of precious ores and minerals are going on. At some particularly scenic spot on the moon, lavish. I'm trying to listen. I hear. These are operated by several. And you know what I think is also, also interesting? A lot of these UFO the cases, they all have the same similar shape a cigar shape, a tic tac, an egg. You know what I mean? They're kind of all shaped the same. It's not shaped how we think of it, of a craft today. Like, when we, th we think of a flying saucer. <laughs> Well, speaking of bombs, what is it that makes America the world's greatest nuclear power? And what is it that will make it possible for us to spend $20,000 million of our taxpayers' money to put some idiot on the moon? Well, it was the great, enormous superiority of American technology, of course, as provided by our great American scientists, such as Dr. Werner von Braun. I feel like I've heard the name, and I probably wrote it down. Gather round while I sing you of Werner von Braun, yes, a man whose allegiance this. is ruled by expedience. Call him a Nazi, he won't even frown. Nazi schmazi, says Werner von Braun. Yes, I've heard this. Don't say that he's hypocritical. Say rather that he's apolitical. Once the rockets are up, 
Who cares where they come down? That's not my department, says Werner von Braun. Some have harsh words for this man of renown, but some think our attitude should be one of gratitude, like the widows and cripples in old London town who owe their large pensions to Werner von Braun. You too may be a big hero once you've learned to count backwards to zero. In German or English, I know how to count down. And I'm learning Chinese, says Werner von Braun. Facebook the other night and I'm like I'm sorry who, do I know you and he's like yeah it's, I'm like can you send me a picture I don't I know faces <laughs> I can't do names that's why I give every person I meet usually I give them the weird name to try to remember it to remember who they are so like this one dude my friend Sarah was hanging out with he had like a cobra neck so I called him cobra I think his real name is Sean maybe <laughs> here's the element song by Ver or, uh, elements there's antimony, arsenic, aluminum, selenium, and hydrogen and oxygen and nitrogen and rhenium, and nickel, neodymium, neptunium, germanium, and iron, americium, ruthenium, uranium, europium, zirconium, lutetium, vanadium, and lanthanum, and osmium, and astatine, and rhenium, and gold, protactinium, and indium, and gallium, and iodine, and thorium, and thulium, and thallium. There's yttrium, ytterbium, actinium, rubidium, and boron, gadolinium, niobium, iridium, and strontium, and silicon, and silver, and samarium, and bismuth, yeah, bromine, lithium, beryllium, and barium. New math. It's called new hey, math. let's say I want to sell my car, but I'm kind of uh, about buying it. Uh, You're uh, not really. Yeah. Small children may have perhaps been put in the embarrassing position of being unable to do your child's arithmetic homework because of the current revolution in mathematics teaching known as the new math. So as a public service here tonight, I thought I would offer a brief lesson in the new math. Tonight, we're going to cover subtraction. This is the first room I've worked for a while. It didn't have a blackboard, so we will have to make do. Right with more now, primitive like, visual aids, divide, as they like, say in the ad biz. <laughs> Consider the following subtraction problem, which I will put up here. 342 minus 173. Now, remember how we used to do that. 3 from 2 is 9, carry the 1. And if you're under 35 or went to a private school, you say 7 from 3 is 6. But if you're over 35 and went to a public school, you say 8 from 4 is 6. <laughs> and now, now carry the one, so we have 169. But in the new approach, as you know, the important thing is to understand what you're doing rather than to get the right answer. <laughs> Here's how they do it now. 
You can't take three from two, two is less than three, so you look at the four in the tens place. Now that's really four tens, so you make it three tens, regroup, and you change a ten to ten ones, and you add them to the two and get twelve, and you take away three, that's nine. Is that clear? <laughs> now instead of four in the tens place, you've got three, because you added one, that is to say ten to the two, but you can't take seven from three, so you look in the hundreds place. From the three, you then use one to make ten ones, and you know why four plus minus one plus ten is fourteen minus one, because addition is commutative, right? And so you got thirteen tens, and you take away seven, and that leaves five. Well, six, actually, but... <laughs> The idea is the important thing. <laughs> now go back to the hundreds place. You're left with two and you take away one from two and that leaves... Everybody get one? Not bad for the first day. Hooray for new math. New math. It won't do you a bit of good to review math. It's so simple, so very simple that only a child can do it. Not the answer that I had in mind, because the book that I got this problem out of wants you to do it in base eight. <laughs> but don't panic. Base eight is just like base ten, really, if you're missing two fingers. <laughs> Shall we have a go at it? Hang on. You can't take three from two. Two is less than three, so you look at the four in the eights place. Now that's really four eights, so you make a three eights, regroup, and you change an eight to eight ones, and you add to the two, and you get one two base eight, which is ten base ten, and you take what away three, that's seven. Like today? Okay? Now instead of four in the eights place, you've got three, because you added one, that is to say eight to the two, but you can't take seven from three, so you look at the sixty-four. I'm be, like listening to him 64. like crazy. How did sixty-four get into it? I hear you cry. Well, 64 is 8 squared. I always cry when I do math. <laughs> when you ask a silly question, you get a silly answer. From the 3, you then use 1 to make 8 ones. You add those ones to the 3, and you get 1, 3, base 8. Or in other words, in base 10, you have 11, and you take away 7, and 7 from 11 is 4. Now go back to the 64s. You're left with 2, and you take away... Our nation is suffering from a form of mass hysteria right now. I don't want to see, what is this, the Godzilla trailer? CreditWise from Capital One sends you automatic alerts from Experian and TransUnion tracks your social security. <laughs> About a maid I'll sing a song, sing rickety tickety tin. About a maid I'll sing a song who didn't have her family long. Not it's called the Vatican rag. Got to Vatican it. rag. Council in Rome known as Vatican II. <laughs> Among the things they did in an attempt to make the church more commercial <laughs> was to introduce the vernacular into portions of the Mass to replace Latin and to widen somewhat the range of music permissible in the liturgy. But I feel that if they really want to sell the product in uh, <laughs> in this secular age, what, what they ought to do is to product. redo some of the liturgical music in popular song forms. I have a modest example here. <laughs> it's called The Vatican Rag. First you get down on your knees, fiddle with your rosaries, <laughs> bow your head with great respect and genuflect, genuflect, genuflect. <laughs> 
first steps you want if you have cleared them with the pontiff. Everybody say his own Kyrie eleison, doing the Vatican right. Get in line in that processional, step into that small confessional. There the guy who's got. I'll tell you if your sin's original If it is, try playing it safer Drink the wine and chew the wafer Two, four, six, eight Time to transubstantiate So get down upon your knees Fiddle with your rosaries Bow your head with great respect And genuflect, genuflect, genuflect Make a cross on your abdomen When in Rome, do like a Roman Ave Maria, gee, it's good to see you Getting ecstatic and sort of dramatic And doing the Vatican Yes, I am. Yo, click another one. I'm down. Click another one. It's very fitting for the holiday season. 100th anniversary of the Civil War. Okay. The 50th anniversary of the beginning of World War One, and the 20th anniversary of the end of World War Two. So all in all, it's been a good year for the war buffs. <laughs> and. A number of LPs and television specials have come out capitalizing on all this nostalgia with, yeah. with particular emphasis on the songs of the various wars. I feel that if any songs are going to come out of World War III, we better start writing them now. I have one here. You might call it a bit of pre-nostalgia. This is the song that some of the boys sang as they went bravely off to World War III. So long, Mom, I'm off to drop the bomb, so don't wait up for me. But while you swelter down there in your shelter, you can see me on your TV. While we're attacking frontally, watch Brinkley and Huntley Describing contrapuntally the cities we have lost No need for you to miss a minute of the agonizing holocaust Yeah! Little Johnny Jones, he was a U.S. pilot Woo! And no shrinking violet was he he was mighty proud when World War III was declared. He wasn't scared, no siree. And this is what he said on his way to Armageddon. So long, Mom, I'm off to drop the bomb, so don't wait up for me. But though I may roam, I'll come back to my home, although it may be a pile of debris. Remember, Mommy, I'm off to get a commie, so send me a salami and try to smile somehow. I'll look for you when the war is over, an hour and a half from now. This is probably my favorite. Okay. Of fellow I used to know, he was very political, as you could tell. I could tell. Henry, 
only to give you an idea of what Middle an individualist he was, he spelled it H-E-N-3-R-Y. <laughs> the, the three was silent, you see. <laughs> his humor is great. Like, Henry was like financially fun. independent, having inherited his father's car and mother business. He was the original Adam Sandler. I know, Sandler. I see this, I feel it. Therefore, able to devote his full time to his such intellectual pursuits on, as on, writing. It's actually pretty good if you get past like a little bit of it. A heartwarming it. novel of his about a young like necrophiliac who finally achieved his boyhood ambition by becoming coroner. Hey, I wanted to be a mortician. Does that make me a necrophiliac? The rest of you can look it up when you get home. <laughs> In addition to writing, he indulged in a good deal of philosophizing. Like so many contemporary philosophers, he especially enjoyed giving helpful advice to people who were happier than he was. Very well and one, uh, one particular bit of advice which I recall, which is the reason I bring up this whole dreary story, is something he said once before they took him away to the Massachusetts State Home for the Bewildered. <laughs> He said, life is like a sewer. What you get out of it depends on what you put into it. <laughs> it's always seemed to me that this is precisely the sort of dynamic, positive thinking that we so desperately need today in these trying times of crisis and universal brouhaha. And so with this in mind, I have here a modern, positive, dynamic, uplifting song uplifting. in the tradition of the great old revival hymns. This one might more accurately be termed a survival hymn. It goes like this. <laughs> Of well done steak. Oh, we 
together when we char And let there be no moaning of the bar Just sing out a tedium when you see that ICBM And the party will become as you are Yes, I did. You did? Yeah, we had okay. to do the we had to do the whole drills. Uh, yeah. We had to get under our, our desk. They told us where the fallout shelters were. We had to do the things where we all went down the hallways and stuff. Yeah. Oh. Actually, there for a while, um, but especially when I was delivering all over the place around the state, when I was going office to office all the time. Yeah. I had a notebook, and I still have it upstairs. And I was marking off every single fallout shelter that I found yeah. that I would come across. Um. And there's not as many there's as you not think. A lot, but there's a l- a few I out feel, there I think in older, strange older places. Schools, right? Gunning like Cary Bef- Downey, I think, right? Doesn't don't no. they have one? Gunning Befford is one. Um, there's a few in Wilmington that have some bomb shelters. Um, I remember Mom once because I was really terrified of the end of the world when I was growing up, and she took me to a school and I can't remember what it was, but they did li- really didn't have windows, and she was like. She was like, if anything ever ha- like if anything mm. like that ever happens, you just have to come. Gunning Befford was was set up for. Like she told me, Carrie Downey was too. It may have been, but I don't. I don't remember. Um, it may have been, but th- I, I know there was like three or four in Wilmington, because uh, Wilmington's one of the older cities yeah. in the state. Um, and then there was, let's see, there was Gunning Bedford. And I had like. Th- Is McCullough th- one of? No, I had like seven or eight that I found across. Cool. I think there's only thirteen in the state, okay. if I remember rem- remember correctly. There's thirteen in the whole state. And it I would think have to be older schools. Not necessarily really old. It has to be built during that whole Cold War period. So if it was built in the between like the sixties and seventy five. I have to say like the fifties. End of the fifties. Yeah. I mean World War Two ended, you know. You had UFO, UFO mania. Yeah. All right. All right. Hold on. I gotta pee. I really right. gotta pee. All right. Well. Uh, okay. So we're gonna. Uh, Nick. Yes. Pause. Play something for us real quick. <laughs> we're gonna pee, and then uh, we got more Tom Lear to play. Goats. I know. I know. Discord died. Sorry, everybody. Who was there? I don't know. I was watching it, and I was like, it ain't coming back. Are you playing something? Uh, yeah. You play something. 
play uh can can I make a request? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Play um let's hear uh uh murder was the case. By Snoop D O Double G. If Nick ever gets it going. So that means that uh, we're just going to take a time out here. Homegrown? Homegrown? Yeah. yeah. It's, it's kind of like good. water, though. Hold on. I know Mikey. What's up, Mikey? What up, Mikey? Are we recording? Yeah, yeah. So who is this, Tim Lear or Tom Lear? This is uh, Tom Lear. Here Tom you go. Lear. We seem to have a convention here tonight. <laughs> <laughs> The Boy Scouts of America, those noble little bastions of democracy. <laughs> and the American Legion of Tomorrow. Their motto is... I would like to state at this time that I am not now and have never been... a member of the Boy Scouts of America. <laughs> Their motto is, as you know, be prepared, and that is the name of the song. Be prepared, that's the Boy Scouts marching song. Be prepared, as through life you march along. Be prepared to hold your liquor pretty well. Yes. Don't write naughty words on walls if you can't spell. True. Very be prepared. True. Hide that pack of cigarettes Don't make book If you cannot cover bets Keep those reefers hidden Where you're sure that they will not be found And be careful not to smoke them When the scoutmaster's around For he only will insist That they be shared Be prepared Be prepared That's the Boy Scouts' solemn creed Be prepared be clean in word and deed. Don't solicit for your sister. That's not nice. Unless you get a good percentage of her price. Be prepared. And be careful not to do. No, hold on. It's called the old dope peddler. Alright, we gotta fucking do it. lighter and the old umbrella man and the old garbage collector and all these lovable old characters who go around spreading sweetness and light to their respective communities but it's always seemed to me that there is one member of this happy band who does an equally splendid job but who has never been properly recognized in song or story and this is an attempt to remedy at least in part that deplorable situation when the shades of night are falling Comes a fellow everyone knows. It's the old dope peddler spreading joy wherever he goes. Every evening you will find him around our neighborhood. It's the old dope peddler doing well by doing. Good. He gives the kids
kids free samples Because he knows full well That today's young innocent faces Will be tomorrow's clientele Here's a cure for all your troubles Here's an end to all distress It's the old dope peddler with his powdered happiness. shit all the time poisoning the pigeons in the park what the fuck uh i want to go back to dixie i mean this shit sounds awesome anyway <laughs> there is the uh the old dope peddler oh my god the old mr tom lair that's um, adorable is he, he's fun ask dad if he if he knows who that guy is i'm curious that's awesome he has to know guys ufos exist aliens are real Mike connected. I think he thinks this is a uh, Mikey. It's not a uh, uh, you, you, so you're not in the you're podcast. Just texting to so talk. you're in like the chat that we talk. We say, Hey, Mikey. We say, MC Mikey. That's Ninja Turtles. Let me see. Let me ask him a question since he is a zombie guy. How does he feel about Z Nation? Yes. I didn't know it was still on the air. I didn't either because I do not watch it. Uh, Mikey, how do you feel about Z Nation, man? Do you, do you, how do you feel about its can, can, cancellation? I haven't watched it. I uh, really only got through season one, and then I stopped. Yeah, I never. I think I watched one episode. Uh, I had a hard time taking for the fact that DJ Qualls was going to be your guy at the end of that really? first se- thing. And I don't even know where it went from that. I don't even know if it, he could have died the very next episode. I don't know. I don't never know. went beyond that. Can I just say, I was thinking about The Walking Dead the other day, and I'm like, am I actually going to watch a Rick, like, movie? No. I'm not, because I know that he's going to be always searching for his family. So you're telling me he's, is this another journey to him to find his family? Hold on, I was was in the shower the other day. (laughs) I I was was in the shower. I was in the shower the other day, and I was washing my balls, right? Oh, yeah. And and I was like, Rick, (laughs) (laughs) you did this to us, Rick, not me. Uh, No, so... I was sitting there and I thought about it. I was like, wait a minute. Is <laughs> I fucking love it uh, because it don't get stale. The Walking Dead and I don't take itself. So- oh, you're talking about Z Nation doesn't take itself. So- okay, so, so it's like That's Legends cool. of Tomorrow. It's campy. Right? It's fun, I guess. You know, it sounds like it's it's if you're into the, the zombie stuff. It sounds like something you'd be into. Me, I kind of got burned out, but with the zombie. Yeah, I mean, it's cruise. like any you know genre like that yeah i, I kind of feel like i'm getting kind of burned out with comics right now I, well we said the bubble's gonna pop you right know? but i kind of feel like i'm getting burned i feel out like it's going back a little bit like i feel like in the last five years it's been going back to horror like more of like horror stuff well, that's fine but so what i think i want in comic book movies is i want them to take weirder takes on shit so you're excited for the walking oh absolutely jacqueline <laughs> Jacqueline. Jacqueline uh, Phoenix. Totally cool with that. Like that's the kind of stuff I want to see. Like, like, cool. You're gonna you're gonna continue to make com- comic book stuff. Give me a character and tell me a story that it's going to be. Like, I'm going to be like, what the fuck did I just watch? Yeah. Like that's what I want. 
something that's new and fresh. Like I don't want like I watched Jack Nicholson's Joker the other day, Christmas. They yes. were playing it. Fucking love that, that is take. A Christmas movie. I love that take. Just like Die Hard. Let me tell you, go back and watch that 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 movie. I have. His Joker is fucking great. Yeah, it's got that sinister but like mob kind of I don't I Well, just it. the goofiness that he is. Yeah. And the way Jack Nicholson looks terrifyingly frightening in scenes. And there's like Tim Burton did a really good job with like the composition of that movie. Like yeah. the way it comes off on like the way it's shot and everything. Everything look has this cool like hue to it. Mm-hmm. Like that movie was pretty good. Like they did a really good no, job. No, it's really with that. good. Michael Keaton's my Batman. Um Have you ever noticed eight hundred and so uh Mikey has watched more zombie movies than I've ever Oh, is this ever the guy seen. with the horror collection? Eight hundred and seventeen different zombies. Wait, is this the guy watched. with the horror collection? Of zombie movie movie, Jess. Mike. Mikey Ybarra? Yes. yes. Okay, that's he's him. on my Facebook. <laughs> yep, that's in there. I'm so bad with names. <laughs> See, I knew as soon as you said horror collection or zombie collection, I knew um, you were talking but what about. Were, what was I saying before? before You're burnt before? out. You want to see something fresh and new. Just, yeah, show sh- Give me the... I Look, I'm okay with the same characters. Just show it to me in So in we're a, excited for the new Joker. Totally excited yes. for that. Totally excited for that. I'm totally excited for... Um, Look, I'm. Oh, that's what I was going to tell you. I had, a, I had a theory on something. Shit. What were we talking what about? What was the theory? Fuck. And I was like, hold on. I have a yes, you have a theory. Guys, help us out. What were you talking about? What, what were we just talking about when I was like, oh, I have an answer to that? Oh, The Walking Dead. Oh, that's yes. Rick, I'm not going to watch a movie. Washing my balls. <laughs> and I thought. Testies one, too. Testies one, too. And I thought, wait a minute. Is the reason why Rick never comes back because of what Shane said to him in that dream? And Rick feels like he has nothing left there? If Judith, That would be pointless. If Judith isn't his kid, what's keeping him there? True, but they're still his family, and he has Michonne. He's gone. They think he's dead. So he's just going to start a whole new life, whole new family. No, I don't think it's any of that. I, or know, is it going to be his journey from there to? No, it's definitely not going to be that. It's I, I don't know what it's going to be, but it's definitely I. I wonder though if if the fact that Shane was like, yeah, she's my kid or however he said it, got my earlobes, you know, <laughs> got my ears, got my lobes, <laughs> you know what I mean? Or kid rubs her head a lot. I I stopped watching Fear quite a while ago. Yeah, um, I think the last episode I seen look, was they I, threw the mom off the boat, but it was so cheesy. Or the kid like threw the it was a got boat pissed in and the water. Then it was weird. Um, yeah. I don't know. We're just recording, dude. Yeah, it is what it is. Yeah, it is what it is. Well, it ain't um, what it ain't. Remember, happy. It ain't what it ain't. <laughs> um, so look, uh, Mikey, I was out on uh, Fear the. I was out on The Walking Dead after Rick died, and then uh, I I didn't watch it for two two like two weeks. Yeah, whatever. And then um, your wife, and then me, Irene, and everybody was, and and my kids were like, look, just just get caught up and watch it. And I have to say that se- season finale. Yeah, it was awesome. It was, it was one of the amazing. best, you know, episodes I've seen. So hopefully they're going to up their game with all uh, that. So I was like, all right, maybe I do care about this world a little bit. Yeah. But we'll see. I mean, it's just like anything else. I just don't want to get burned out by it. I felt like I felt like I was really burned out by zombie stuff. And then I felt like for a minute there I was getting really burned out by comics. But then we yeah. kind of had a break here. 
Yeah, we ha- definitely had a much break in the past couple months. Definitely. Like it's and you and you haven't watched. Like I haven't watched Ant Man and the Wasp, and you haven't watched Venom, so I've not watched Venom. Uh, Literally, though, let me tell you, I rented Venom on Redbox, and I had it for four days before I watched it. Mm-hmm. I was like, and then when I watched I'll watch it, I was it when like, I get a good copy but then when I it. watched it, I was like, this is pretty damn good. I'll watch it's it when I, when I when I I, I showed I you a clip. A it was funny. Uh, Titans, I fucking love. Yes, I need to get Movie Box. Has fucked me. Titans is great. Um, because I don't want to have. Because the only other option is for me to do the um. Did we talk ever talk about the Elseworld stuff? We did, didn't we? Elseworld? The CW stuff where they did the whole crossover. Oh, no. Did they do the crossover? Seat. We didn't talk about that at all. Did they do the crossover? Yeah, it was fucking great. Oh, was it? Yeah, can I show you a yeah. scene real quick? Uh, because it was an amazing... Uh, let's see. Elseworld. They did the whole Batgirl. You didn't see Batgirl and all that? No. You didn't talk about this? Shit? No. I got to catch up on the Flash because you were like, oh, this kind of sucks. Uh, Flash gets better. So I I did get caught up and I got caught up on the crossover and uh, Ruby Rose like she's she plays a good Batgirl but it's a weird like option. are you up in the air about it? She looks like a twelve year old boy. Let's be yeah. honest. That's a true fact. So it's hard for me to look at her and go. Let me ask you a question: If a girl has ass. stubble, does that turn you off? Stubble like where? on their legs. Okay, I was gonna say, are you talking about <laughs> face? Because yeah, that would. Totally I'm just, ki- I'm just asking because we were having this conversation at the bar the other night, and my friend just texted me this picture, and it was hilarious. And I was like, I honestly don't think guys care. It depends, like if we've been in a relationship for a while, like I wouldn't care. But if it was like first date, I'd be like, gross. Oh. Um. All right. So let's see. Here you go. Uh, where is yesterday? Like, there was moments where, like, I like her, but as the character when she's in the costume, but I really didn't care for her when she was, like, talking to me normal. Here you go. Please, come with me. I'm guessing this belongs to whoever bailed us out. I really think we've had enough distractions for one night. I agree with my friend. We, we appreciate the early release or whatever, but we're Oliver, really, really fine. On Oliver keeps saying Batman's a miss. That he was the original vigilante. It's great. You said it wouldn't happen again. to compare grappling hooks with Batman, and you are out of luck. No one's seen him in years. 
taught you. This. I would never compare myself to a total badass like Batman. Uh, what I think <laughs> Oliver is trying to say is thank you for getting us out of jail. What Oliver is actually trying to say is, who are you? And why are you helping us? Gotham has enough problems without a guy in green leather showing off his arrows to everyone. So, the faster you find what you're looking for, the faster you can get the hell out of my city. Uh, but what, what should we call you? Rain? Miss Parade? Kane. Kate Kane. She's cool. She's cool. A lot of it's tattoos. Cool. Hold on, let me play the other part because you got to see the other. See, part. that's the only thing I really like about Ruby Rose. Like when she first came on the on the scene, you know, she had a lot of she has she's covered in tattoos, and I felt like for for women, because a lot of like dad and like that generation don't like tattoos on women. And whose I idea was this? And I love tattoos, so yeah, I feel like so I feel like when she came on, you know, the scene, it was it was cool <laughs> to have a woman covered in tattoos and still be considered sexy. No, like I'm cool with. I mean, like, she's hot, but I don't really. My problem is she looks way too. Like, yeah. Just... So no idea where to find them. No, except somewhere in Gotham. Needle and haystack. All right. Where are you going? I'm gonna put on my work clothes and do an X-ray flyby of the city. I don't think Miss Kate would be too thrilled with us running around her city. Oh, unless she has some kryptonite stashed somewhere, I'm really not worried. You lost? No, no, um, just needed to clear my head for a sec. Actually, uh, you know what? I'm, I'm sorry about the third degree earlier. I guess the name Bruce Wayne carries a certain notoriety. Oh, I know. Bruce Wayne's my cousin. Your cousin? That makes a lot of sense. Actually, I'm in the process of turning this building into a real estate development firm. So this is me hijacking his office. My cousin's actually friends with Bruce. Hmm. Uh, well, frenemies. Hmm. <laughs> Do you ever wonder if trying to keep his private life from the public eye just got to be too much for him and he broke? Sitting at that desk, staring out that window, watching the city that we grew up in rot at its core. You find a way to not break. Bruce didn't leave Gotham without a fight. You know, I gotta say, uh, all the corporate billionaires I know wear Versace and have 500 fewer tattoos. Mm. And those are the ones that you can see. Oh, <laughs> mystery. Oh, is this the the old bard himself? <laughs> Hey, you you wouldn't happen to know a John Deegan, would you? I would, actually. He's a doctor at Arkham Asylum. Uh, I have to go tell the boys. Uh, hey, thanks for the help and the chat.
presented she looks amazing. She's great. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, okay, me and Julian Anderson started this shit, okay? So So like I'm cool with like all that, but my problem is she she just looks like a kid. I don't know. Um so here is the part where you actually see her the fuck. Nicely done. Floor it. I can't remember who Kate Kane was in the comics. Mm, what was the other? What was um Michelle Pfeiffer? Catwoman, Selena Kyle. That's right. Who am I thinking of? Who was originally Alicia Silverstone? She was Batwoman. No, she was Batgirl. Batgirl. Because she was Barbara Gordon, different person. That's what I'm saying. How many of these people are there? There's multiple. <laughs> can't you tell? I mean, can't you keep your timeline together? <laughs> It's not McAvoy and it's not Stewart. <laughs> All right. That was O'Donnell and what was her name? Alicia Silverstone. Silverstone. Yeah. I couldn't remember her name. Awesome. Totally forgot she was in, in that. Yeah. Um, I think Chris O'Donnell was a good Robin for what, you know, the script he had. Oh, there is one other thing I'm going to show you. Okay. Too. Show me. Show Real me. Show quick. me. Show this me. Show is, me. This was, uh, so he got to, so, so you know, Henry West's ship, who played uh, the 1990s Flash. Finally came back. With what looks like a fairly infamous book. A book with a cryptographic lock. Can you get to work on opening like it? He's actual character, so okay. canon He's is the 1990s. Not much of a heartfelt reunion. Well, she's getting used to everything. Do you want me to talk to her? Is, you know, you? I think I'm in enough trouble with Felicity as it is, but no offense. Hey, can I talk to you for a minute, then? Yeah, what's up? Very I just want to yeah, see how you're doing. Fine, but no. I'm compartmentalizing. He's too bulky. We'll fix things with Felicity later. I don't mean with Felicity. We both. Where's the Wait. It's coming from. Same what I was looking for. Monovu! You're gonna stand down. Check it out. You're gonna use that book to help us set reality it's, right. It's well, I certainly guy, wouldn't have placed it in the 1990s flash. You will not do to this earth what you did to mine. But he played on here before. I admire your persistence, Barry. But not as yeah. I do not like it. He says you were testing us. He looks stupid. 
Thus far, I'm unimpressed. A crisis is imminent. <laughs> Someone is coming. Right Someone far, far more powerful than myself. I mean to prepare. By giving a nut bar an all-powerful reality rewriting book? I am testing universes to find one. I, I hope strong enough good to in stand against air. Yeah, he looks fine. And you're blaming everyone else. In the hope of finding the champion. Stephen Amell does not look great right in there. You are the... Like he's way oh too. Oh my god! He's way too That's bulky. hilarious. He looks really funny. Um, you should hold on. Let me see if I can find something. Here. <laughs> oh, there is this scene. You gotta watch this. So, and then, and then this will be it. you're you, and you're you. An immortal Egyptian, aliens, parallel Earth Nazis. I have no idea why I'm even surprised at this point. I know, I'm still right? trying to figure out if this is more like Freaky Friday or Quantum Leap. No, if this were like Quantum Leap, I'd only look like myself in the mirror. Yep, you are definitely not Albert Queen. We think that That's the red echo. stars and these lightning strikes have to be related to whatever happened to Barry and Oliver somehow. We need you to solve this somehow while we're in Gotham. No problem. I mean, Argus has all the best analytic toys, but what we really need is a pattern recognition algorithm. And unfortunately, Felicity isn't. I called Felicity. Wait, wait, you called Felicity? Yeah. Okay. Right, well, I guess that makes sense because technically you are her husband. I'm confused. <laughs> I've been summoned? Yes, thank you for coming. Of course. Things might be fraught between us all under those mean I'm not going to show up. They are? They are? <laughs> they are, yeah. Which is... sad. <laughs> like, he's so great. So, um, it's lightning thing. Uh, could you help me out with <laughs> that? Because they don't know how all the shows are going, yeah. you know what I mean? <laughs> So why didn't you tell Felicity? Well, because we tried to tell everybody at Star Labs and it didn't really go over so well. Felicity and I have enough problems as it is without introducing body swapping. You thought we'd just let her think everything's normal and that Barry and I are solving another problem. If you find out how this lightning thing relates to whatever it is that we're dealing with here, can you please tell us? Copy that. Hey, this thing isn't going to be permanent, is it? I hope not. Thanks. There was some uh, Barry, there's something I'd like to discuss before we go. Right What's that? That you probably shouldn't he go. Looks what? So stupid in that Oliver Queen is a public figure and an infamous vigilante. If you are in Gotham City, you're attracting the type of attention that we don't want. No, if, if Gotham can handle the Batman, they can handle the Green Arrow. But the Batman's an urban legend. Wait. You don't believe Batman's real? He's not real. He's an urban legend concocted by the Gotham Police Department to scare criminals. <laughs> I'm the original vigilante, okay. Barry. If you guys are done fooling around, Actually, you know what? Could, could you pull that thing up? Because I'm like, you, my identity is not public, and I'd like to keep it that way. This isn't your real face. It might end up being my real face if we don't sort this mess out, so could you? Plan B, is that what you're saying? Yeah. Guys. All right. Take a look at this. Still think he's a myth? Yeah! Let's go! Bigfoot leaves Prince! But he's still considered a myth! I'm with I'm with Oliver Flash! I don't know what to call him! This is a great scene. This is great. Hey, 
come on, man. I mean, I've been shooting paint cans all afternoon. Unless, unless a uh, paint can rewrote reality and made us swap lives, I get it. then you need actual combat training, Barry. All right, fine. You know what? Why don't you go over there, run at me, and I'll try and hit you with an arrow. Where did you bury the remote control bows? Dude, come on, I'm not you. Yeah, well, okay. Hold on. Here you get a photo. Boom! I got it. Don't worry. Hold on. Second. Oh! That's great. Oh, Do you think this is funny? Do you think my skills are are, are a joke? Come on, man. I was a much better sport when you shot me. I shot you to teach you how to case an environment. You shot me to get a laugh. All right. You know what? Fine. Fine. Come at me. Try to get try to get one hit in. He's a jerk. Dude, I'm not doing this. This isn't how I train. Oh, you, you train? Really? I thought I thought your powers just dropped out of the sky. If you're trying to get a rise out of me, it's not going to work. You need a peanut gallery? Can you not do anything without your wife in your Are ears? Are you serious, man? Felicity invented quarterbacking. I don't think that you can go more than nine hours without some sappy motivational speech. All right, I'm not doing this. Your team betrayed you. You needed them, and they weren't there. I'm not doing this. You know, if you really knew how to use my speed, I never could have laid a finger on you. Oh. That's the guy who attacked us at Ivo Laboratories. Anti-meta-human adaptive zootomic organism. Like, no, they really <laughs> hit it good. Like, I was like, oh, they really hit it good. Oh, that my was God, that's hilarious. But then he's like, without your wife and your He's like, yeah. what are you talking about? Felicity invented quarterback. Like, she did, you know? Yeah. So, I don't know. I, I, I love that shit. Um, all right, you got anything else? Or... or, or no, I think we're good. I gotta go meet people. Jesus Christ. Meet people. Yes. Right? Yes. Why? I think I have a sort of date, and then I gotta go to Philly. I think. Um, okay. Other reasons, you know why. So yeah. What song am I playing out? Um. Oh, I want you to play uh Revolution by the Score. It's actually one of my favorite new songs, and I fucking love it. Uh, talk while I. Yes. Okay, so, guys, we are the XD Experience. You can check us out everywhere, xdexperience.com. You can call and leave us a voicemail, 1-802-483-3682. I might be going to visit Bryce soon in Oklahoma. I've never been on an airplane before, so. You'll be fine. <laughs> this is going to be my first time. I'm not sure, so let's make it happen. Um, I'm Agent M. I'm Inspector Gidget. Keep a real banana peel. Rock out with your cocks out.